0: Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Saturday. Andy Brownell along with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results. Good morning, Robin.
2: Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I'm good. Glad to hear
1: it. So... I guess we'll check in with you. What what's happening in the real estate market?
2: Well, let's just talk about what's happened in the world. The kids are out of school <laughs> for the summer. The life, let life begin, right?
1: I can't believe it's already that time of the year.
2: I know. And what that means to me is families who are thinking about relocating will start shift into gear saying, okay, we got to get our house cleaned up, ready to sell. We got to start finding a house. We got to get all situated and moved in and settled before school starts. And that'll be like the blink of an eye. It will. So that that season has begun officially. That's one thing I
1: always think about time. When you're a kid, summer vacation seems... To stretch on forever, and by August you're bored and ready to go back. And I know now that you're an adult, and you. Just, whoop, what oh happened?
2: my gosh! Even even when my kids were on summer break, I was like. A lot of parents are like, "Oh, I can't wait to get those kids back in school," yes. and I, I was more like, "Man, I think that went too fast." But it is what it is, and time time flies whether we like it or not. And um, tell you, I'll tell you what's going on in the Rochester real estate market. Okay, okay. So 168 active listings. That number okay. is most definitely climbing. All right, but before everybody panics, I do wanna talk in depth about that. Um, You hear, you read the headlines and everything is the market's shifting, the market's shifting. So I will tell you that nationwide, year over year, well, actually month over month, I think this one was, I'm looking for the article. Um, Nationwide, month over month, pending sales have dropped, by 3.9%. Very modest. Very modest, but then they divided into regions, okay? In the west, they've dropped by 85, excuse me, I'm lying. In the west, they've dropped by 4.3%. Okay? okay? In the south, they've dropped by 4.7%. In the northeast, by 16.2%. But guess what? In the Midwest, our pending sales are up 6.6% month over month. So trust me, people, the bottom's not falling out. We're going to be okay.
1: So the New Yorkers are moving to the Midwest.
2: Um, and I think like Boston and some of those areas where the the prices have just gone Crazy. I mean I remember you I remember telling you about my friend that's a realtor there and the only time you can show a house is at an open house and she has sent me pictures of literally like a hundred and fifty people in line to get into an open house.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Oh, so I I can imagine why sales are pending are the pending (laughs) sales are down. People can only take that kind of nuts, you know, nonsense for so long. Right. Your
1: your plate of cookies would not last very long.
2: Oh, my gosh. Terrible. (laughs) But let's let's look about what's going on. Talk about what's going on here in Rochester. So 168 active listings and something that is super encouraging is that 99 of those listings, which is about 60% are 500,000 and less. Interesting. Okay. Yep. And then another 32% are between 500 and a million. And there are only 8% of the listings now that are over a million. And so that's a total of 15 listings and eight of them are over a million four. And I think we've said eight over a million four the last, I don't know, five, six weeks. So I think they've been sitting around a while. Now I will say this, um, people are saying, oh, it's taking so much longer to get the houses sold. The average days on market, are you ready for this? 20. 20. <laughs> Twenty. So okay. it's gone
1: from like 14 to 20.
2: Yeah. So bottom line is <laughs> it's okay. We're going to get your house on the market. And as long as we have it priced right, that is the key. People are still trying to focus on, oh, gosh, well, last year my neighbor got 30000 over. So let's ask 20000 over that amount because certainly it's gone up by now and um that's just not right. You know, last year your neighbor got really lucky getting 30% over, so now let, or 30,000 over. So now let's take that 30,000 off, take the price and increase it by 7% maybe because that's about what we've gone up over last year and then we've got your price. So key is if you're going to put your house on the market, make sure you're pricing it right because All these houses that are going on overpriced are the ones that are then reducing the price, and then people see prices go down, and they think, oh my God, values of houses are dropping, they're dropping, they're dropping. Values of houses are not dropping,
1: period. So so what you're saying is these folks who are overpricing their homes, even after they discount them, they're still selling them for a nice gain.
2: Exactly. But the point is, is if they wouldn't overprice them in the beginning, if they would just price them right, we wouldn't have even jumped from 14 days on the market to 20 days on the market. We still have a shortage of homes. We still have a bunch of qualified buyers. And so when inventory comes on the market and it's priced right, guess what? It still flies off the shelf.
1: Well, to put that in perspective, when we first began doing this program, It was early on when the days on market number first dipped below 30 days. Right. And we were going, wow, that's just crazy.
2: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Everything, you just have to keep it all in perspective, right? Exactly. Another thing, like you'll read these headlines, and I think we all know that sometimes they'll make the headlines, make things sound so much worse than they are in the headlines, right? Mm -hmm. So I read some of them and I was like, my gosh, no wonder people are panicked. And no wonder people keep asking me, you know, is the market really shifting? What's going on? More sellers dropping their asking prices, you know. It's a, and then it goes on to say, but it's because they're overpricing them in the beginning. You know, so <laughs> it's like if they're priced right, they're not going to be lowering them. And um, another thing that I thought was kind of interesting oh, the number of mortgages is, or applications are at the lowest they've been in several years. And then you read the article, and this includes refinances. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, of course it's lower. Not too many people <laughs> are going to take their, their loan that they've already refinanced at 3% or less right. and refinance it for five. So it's just kind of crazy. <laughs> It's like, just read the entire article is what I'm saying. It's not as gloom and doom as as uh, some writers are trying to make it. And, of course, it's just to get the attention and get the readers.
1: So how do you deal with a seller who really wants to overprice their home? Are you well, able I, to educate them? In their- yes,
2: that's a really valid, it's a really valid uh, question. You know, what I do... Well, I can give you an example. I have a listing that is going to be coming on the market very soon. And I had met with this person last year because last year he thought he was ready to sell his house. And so I told him what we we would get for it. And I showed him comps, houses that had sold in his direct neighborhood, and said, this is what we could get for it. And he's like, great. So then he called me and said, okay, I'm finally ready. And he said, I'm hoping the price has gone up from last year. I said, that isn't going to be the case. Last year, we were gonna be able to literally sell it for more than it should have sold for because that's what the market was doing, okay? But just because now we can only sell it for what it's worth doesn't mean that your value has decreased. And so then I showed him the comps of the most recent sales in the neighborhood. And he's like, oh. And he said, well, could we try it? And I said, you, you definitely can try it. You're the, you're the owner, you get to call the shots. So then I pulled out a few examples of houses that I, that I um, watched, followed, and watched them come down, down, down in price. And one of them gave me great pleasure because I was called to the listing appointment. I suggested a list price. Another agent told them they could get $50,000 more, so they were thrilled, and they listed it for $50,000 more, and it sat, and it sat, and it sat, and it sat, and almost three months later, I saw, oh, what do you know? they dropped by (laughs) $50,000. And then another probably three weeks later, they sold. And they just closed recently, and they actually sold for, in my humble opinion, $20,000 less than I could have gotten them. And had they just priced it right in the beginning, um, you know, it's it so very month, important. Yes. And then when things go on the market that are overpriced, that affects the whole average days on market. So another thing that's bringing that, you know, 14 days a month ago to 20 days now is those examples. So wow. our market is, yes, is our market shifting? It definitely is. Are our values going down? No, no, no. They're not no. going down. They're not going down. Okay.
1: Okay. We're going to take a break and we'll continue talking about the Rochester real estate market with Robin Gwaltney, Gualtney Group Remax Results, here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: We'll be right back with Robin Gualtney and Andy Brownell on Rochester real estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
2: This is a St. Jude moment.
0: Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: All right. Welcome back, everybody. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results with us, of course, this Saturday morning. And... uh
2: from- trying to stomp out gloom and doom. That's what we're trying oh, well, to do today. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let the sun shine in. Let's stomp it out. We gotta get people off of this negative thinking. I'll give you another example. Here's an article that was um, big capital letter big capital letters rather. Mortgage applications are falling. And it says the housing market is showing more signs of slowing. Purchase applications fell one percent last week.
1: One. <laughs>
2: and it says. It says
1: uh, and that was a one week.
2: Yeah, and then it, yeah, and then it says ten percent lower than a year ago. And it goes on to say. Overall mortgage demand, which does include applications for refinancing, <laughs> has fallen. And I just think, okay, come on. Yes, sure. There are fewer people refinancing. It doesn't necessarily mean. Okay, remember what I just said. Here in the Midwest, our pending sales month over month are up six point six percent. Yeah. Okay. So this was an okay. Go ahead.
1: I, I was going to because I don't know how many times you have to say it because you have said it so many times. But We've got to consider what happened in the last two years as complete... Anomaly. Um, anomaly. That's the word I yes.
2: want to Yes. Yes. Craziness. But that being said... Um You know, I always watch and chart our team's production and what we sell in volume and where we're at. And after five months of this year, we are at 50% mark of where we ended last year. So I'm going to say we're on track to have a very similar year. Yeah. Great. It's very good. So I saw this other article that really, it just drew me in. There's this picture of this big like scary haunted looking house and it says, are more zombie homes haunting the market? And I'm like, what, what okay, in the first, world is this?
1: Yeah, what is a zombie home?
2: That's what I wanted to know. So I, I read the article, it says the number of vacant and then it says zombie properties. So in other words, now they're calling a vacant property a zombie property, okay. And it says zombie properties have been abandoned by their owners while they linger in the foreclosure process. It says zombie foreclosures were up 3% in the second quarter compared to the first quarter. Yeah, right, but how so many were there in the first quarter? It, remember, it was like almost nothing. I mean, <laughs> it was like <laughs> almost nothing. So I thought, okay, really? Is this really the truth? So I continue to read, and this is the last paragraph. I have to read this. Nearly 90% of homeowners who are in foreclosure do have positive equity. (laughs) Having equity gives financially distressed homeowners the opportunity for a relatively soft landing. All they have to do is sell their home at a profit rather than lose everything to a foreclosure. That factor alone should keep the number of zombie foreclosures low. Really? So
1: in other words, their headline didn't match the story at all.
2: I mean, it drew you in to say there's really not going to be a huge problem with foreclosures because, like I I said... Well, go ahead. Two
1: things, two things sell in the media business: fear and sex.
2: Yep, exactly. And so people are looking at this zombie house and they want to say, "Oh my God, what is this?" And it, it, it even, like I said, it made me think, "What really are foreclosures?" as everything I've been saying wrong because? I'm not seeing it here. And then when I read that last paragraph, I'm like, oh, so what I've been saying about 36% of people own their home without a mortgage and another 63% have positive equity to the tune of an average of 155,000 and only 1% are upside down. Yeah, probably not a huge, huge uh, foreclosure movement coming forward. Why well,
1: The number of actual completed foreclosures must be so tiny because... As you pointed out, you have that period of time from when they file. I think every papers. state
2: is different. I think every state is different. Um, so here in Minnesota, they do have six months to redeem themselves. So they well, do. You have can six sell months the house to, in six months. Absolutely, absolutely, and so that's why they're considering anybody who has gotten behind on a few payments and could be a candidate for the foreclosure process. But guess what, they're not going to be because they listen to us on Saturday mornings and they know (laughs) that all they gotta do is put their house on the market, sell it, take their money, and move back into mom and dad's basement for a while till they get their feet under them or whatever it's gonna take.
1: Right, give you a call. You'll tell them how they don't need to go through the pain.
2: I'll hold (laughs) your hand and keep you out of foreclosure. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I just I love to I just love to stomp out some of this fear because people are calling me right and left and saying, Rob, I, I sat in the living room of this lovely couple yesterday. They were nearly ninety. It was a really emotional um, listing appointment because they've lived in the home for fifty-four years. They're they're not ready to move. It's hard. It's really hard. And so I have to be that neutral person and hear and listen to their concerns. At the same time, I'm in the same boat as their kids who are extremely concerned about them and worried about them having too much, you know, more than they can handle right. and they just want them in a safer environment. So we all cried together. I mean, it was very emotional, but that gentleman looked at me and he said, well, I think we're in big trouble with the housing market. That's what I hear. And I'm like, no, we're, we're gonna be fine. You know, I think the poor guy thought he wasn't even gonna be able to sell his house even if he did oh, decide no. to. And I said, no, no, no. This We are still very much in a seller's market this is a beautiful house. It's a great location. I promise you we will get this house sold. And, and he definitely believed me and he felt much better. And, um, you know, I think as much as they are dealing with resistance, they, they know they have to go. And so their plan is to move forward. But yeah, it's, the job can be pretty emotional sometimes, you know, you take, you forget about that piece. And when you start thinking about, it all as just transactional and people just buying a house selling a house you know buying four walls and a roof there's so much more to it when there's in my opinion much more emotional when they're selling because it's full of their memories it's right
1: the, right it's where they raise their kids and have had all those holiday celebrations. i it went through this many years ago with my parents and it was one of the toughest things we ever did
2: yeah, it's hard. they were
1: in that home for over 40 years.
2: Yeah, it, it's hard. It's where we it, grew just, up, you know? it, become, it just becomes part of their life. And I actually had a talk with a, a younger guy. I mean, when I say younger, keep in mind I'm 60. But I had a talk with a guy who was in his late 50s, and he told me um, that he... Can't sell his parents' home because every time he comes back, he lives out of state now. And every time he comes back and goes in there, he's just flooded with emotion and memories. And he knows it's crazy to let it just sitting there empty, but he just can't bring himself to selling it. Wow! I told him the price that I could sell it for, and I think I've, I think I've
1: helped him. <laughs> I think I've helped
2: him get a little clo- closer to the finish line.
1: <laughs> Nudged him along a little,
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe.
1: Well, Robin, we have to take another break. So we'll do that really quick now. And we'll be back very quickly with more of Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Conversation around personal mental health to real estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney group Remax results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM
1: welcome back everybody it's Saturday morning and it's a positive Saturday morning
2: that's right positivity baby (laughs) all right so lots of negative headlines but I have a very positive headline that I would like to share home prices soar to new record highs there you go. Median national home price climbed to an all-time high in May, reaching 447,000. Wow. You know what else? Buyers snatched up listings 1 week faster than a year ago. But despite higher prices and faster sales, housing analysts say yes, there are signs of a slowing housing market. But it's not dying, okay? It's not dying.
1: And when you say slowing, we're headed towards a more balanced market.
2: Listen, it had to slow. Do you remember how nuts it was last year? It was crazy. It was crazy for sellers. It was crazy for buyers. And it was crazy for us. It was just plain crazy. So slowing is not always a bad thing. It's just calming. It's calming. Don't you think calming is a better word?
1: Yeah, and and you keep pointing out, and the statistics bear that out, there's still more buyers out there than there are sellers.
2: Absolutely. And as long as we have that supply issue, we're going to have a nice, solid housing market. It's actually, it's been kind of, um, what do I want to say, a relief to represent new buyers and say... You know what? Yes, you can ask for a home inspection. And after we have the home inspection, you can even ask them to take care of some of the items. You know, it's like, hallelujah, they're paying a lot of money. The most (laughs) ever, the housing prices are up, right? So we should at least have that. So, yeah, no, it's good. I mean, I I have a very, I remain very positive. I feel like the rest of our year is just going to be a really good year. And again... The prices will continue to go up, just not at the crazy paces they have. So eventually it'll get back to what we used to know, 3 to 5% a year, which is fine. You no, know, it's just fine.
1: And I think those, those societal changes that we went through during the pandemic are still in play here. People want more space in their homes. They want the... Uh, more space in the backyard for family activities. They want... uh,
2: Separation, especially... An area for an
1: office, yeah. Right,
2: they're going to... Both sometimes are working from home, exactly. Well, I do have some beautiful new homes uh, on the market that I would like to quickly talk about. One of them is not so new. One of them is I've had for almost a month now, and I'm just, I can't believe it. I know there's a few showings today, so maybe after today it'll be sold, but it's a great home over on Arbor Drive. And when I listed it a month ago, it sold on the first weekend in multiple offers for full price, it appraised for that price, and then the buyers decided they had made a mistake. They were actually my age-ish, and they were selling their great big home and downsizing. And this home happens to be a multi-level. And after they bought it and came back to measure for new carpet and new flooring, they decided, oh, there's a lot of steps in this house. What are we doing? It's fine now, but where are we gonna be five years from now? So they they backed out, which is fine. That's their prerogative, right? And they lost their earnest money to the seller and they ended up buying a one-level townhome. So they're happy. Buyer was, the seller wasn't distressed because he figured it would sell really quickly. Well, it hasn't, and now oh. we dropped the price by 10000 and we know it appraised for 10000 more, so it was even a tough pill for the seller to swallow to drop it, but he's like, I want it sold, and it is a gorgeous house, you guys. It has two city lots, and so it's got this great big huge, huge yard in Lincolnshire, and the back lot has this great big, like four-car garage on it that could be used for many different things. So it's quite an opportunity and I think you should, if you're working with an agent, have your agent check it out for you and it's currently listed at 4099 and certainly if you're not and you're interested in seeing it, give me a call and I'm happy to show it to you because I want that baby sold. Now I've surpassed the average days on market and I want it gone, okay?
1: It was it was a good <laughs> deal and now it's a bargain.
2: Now it's a steal of a deal, exactly. So um, the other new listings I wanna talk about really quickly is this is a really rare opportunity. So a lot of people like to have a place on the lake or a place on the river. And a lot of people don't have time to drive way up north or wherever. I just listed four properties that are literally um, side by side right on highway 61 overlooking they're up higher they're overlooking the highway they have the same view as i have from my house overlooking the highway and just a gorgeous view of the lake and of the bluffs of wisconsin and one of them is just oh my god i mean it's only two miles from here but i was like scott do you think we could sell our house and move there (laughs) no (laughs) no." (laughs) anyway it's um beautiful the address is 71043 227th avenue lake city It's a four bed, three bath house that has been completely redone. It looks like a brand new house, state of the art, everything, just loaded with gorgeous countertops, two center islands, beautiful backsplashes, fireplaces everywhere you look. I mean, it is absolutely gorgeous. It has a big screen porch with a remote control screen that goes up and down, and the view is just a million bucks. I mean, it's, but yet, the house with all three garage stalls and all those things is only 870000 nice. And the view alone is worth a million. So there you go. So that one is just, um, it's listed as coming soon and will be available to actually physically go into it on Wednesday. So uh, let me know if you want to see it. And then, like I said, they start buying up their neighbors and fixing those houses up and then using those as airbnbs and they've been very very lucrative uh they one of them is four beds two baths and i think it rents for like 250 bucks a night and that one is going to be for sale for 375 and then another one is two beds one bath and that one is going to be for sale for two is for sale rather for two seventy-five. And the other one is three beds, two baths. I got those two mixed up. Anyway, that the littler one is two twenty-five and the other one's gotcha. two seventy-five. But they all have just a gorgeous view of the lake, and it'd be a fun thing like a whole family could buy this thing and oh I don't know. There's just a lot. or, or, or one investor. Can, I mean, could, yeah, it's beautiful. So
1: are you selling them all together or can people no, buy them individually? No, in individual?
2: people can buy them individually.
1: News talk 13.